I'm Sharika. And I'm Megan. And, and this, this is, is The In Between. Hey guys. So today, Sharika and I are doing our second interview. Mm-hmm. We did say we were going to stop saying yeah, number because we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but this will, yeah. this will go, <clears throat> this order. will be the yeah. second one mm-hmm. because we interviewed Emma first, who was a songwriting intern for Erebon this past summer. And now we are going to interview Makita, mm-hmm. um, who was an intern several years ago, mm-hmm. like five, 2016, so... Four, Six. five, where are we? 2021? Five. five years five. ago. Time flies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Math is hard. And after she interned, she started to help lead it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's been one of the leaders, and she was one of Emma's leaders, so we thought it would be cool to yeah. have her come on. Yes. yes. Um, Makita is kind of a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, you know, singer, yeah. songwriter, mm-hmm. worship leader, choir oh. director. Mm-hmm. Teaches little kids piano, yes. which is like oh, a saint. Mm-hmm. I hear that song spinning in my house at least three times a week. When oh, Carl's I play it all the shower. time. When she's in the shower, she's spinning. What? You hear what I said? Oh, she's spinning. Yes. It's, it's on my song. playlist, it's my James song. playlist, and plays all the time. Yeah. Yeah. See? yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so go look her up on Apple, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makita mm-hmm. McCreary, or is it under something else? It's Makita Datnache, N A C H A Y, which is a weird name to have used, but I'll redo it one day, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but the song's called Spinning. Yeah, yeah so really just a little yes. promo for you. Um, <laughs> Makita and I were roommates mm-hmm. for three years. Yeah, you put up with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you did choir. Yeah, mm-hmm. so still do choir. Just yes. COVID you know, has put us on pause. In the way. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, Makita's just great. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely yes. a favorite. <laughs> um, and so, first of all, just introduce yourself a little bit. Um, anything else that I missed no. saying that you do? Um, something you're passionate about? Where's your heart in things in life? Um, yeah. Woo! Well, uh, <laughs> hi, good to be here. Um, that was cool intro i just feel like adulty now i'm like oh yeah. that was nice thanks <laughs> um so yeah i am a musician and stuff um i'm also um worship and arts director at my home church um spring creek baptist church mm. and um yeah my i've found recently that my passion is really worship nice. and all of the avenues that that you can worship god and that um, pleases God and yeah. it doesn't just have to be music music is um I don't want to say the easiest form but it is very um familiar and yeah. kind of just comes Common. out of you yeah. yeah so um but passionate about worship passionate about Avatar The Last Airbender I'm on rewatch it four times now <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny yeah so it's been you do like Sailor Moon I love Sailor Moon I'm a huge nerd um Working on expanding my anime repertoire, so don't judge me, anime watchers. Um, yeah, that's, that's me. That's Makita. <laughs> nice. Okay. I have no idea what Sailor Moon is. I've heard talk. What? We'll watch it. It's yeah. okay. I got yeah. you, fam. I got okay. You. Mm-hmm. I hope I like it because I love hey, you. Hey, hey, don't, don't knock it. Okay. I sat through. I sat you through did. some. You did. Yeah. yeah. As a roommate. Mm-hmm. I sat that's through. what mm-hmm. you have to do as a roommate. Yeah. Exactly. But then she also really likes Harry Potter. 
Yes. So we, I could, I can hang that, with Harry we Potter. We worked there. Yeah. yeah. Lord of the Rings. Don't no, do Harry Potter either. <clears throat> that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> I don't do Harry Potter. But it's anyway, that's not yeah. why we're here we're today. Gonna talk. Okay. <laughs> we're going to talk. <laughs> so, okay. You were an intern. I was. I do want you to just briefly explain Erebon. Okay. Um, so that people kind of know and anyone in the Richmond area could check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to just talk about your experience as an intern and as an intern being a black woman. Cool. Cool. If that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. great. Um, okay. So Erebon is um, a ministry brainchild created, cultivated by um, David Bailey mm-hmm. and the team, um, Elena Aronson, who directs the internship. Um, it's also a part of that. And, excuse me they basically you know equip and empower equip and empower the church for reconciliation um Mm. if you are a multicultural church or a homogenous church that you know is like maybe we should get out of our bubble a little bit and engage in the conversation of culture conversation of race or the conversation of reconciliation to god and with our neighbors whatever that looks like arabon has the tools to help you do that and they are very good at it um yeah so and i was in urban doxology songwriting internship so urban docs um band that's a part of arabon and kind of feeds the mission through song specifically through song and songwriting and we empower young songwriters right you probably heard all this from emma last week sorry so um yeah we empower songwriters to explore these conversations of leadership worship reconciliation, um, engaging in diversity in culture and in worship expression, and write songs about it and equip the church that way. So um, <clears throat> I did it in 2016. I remember I was working at Bank of America, and as a creative, it was the worst job I've ever had. I understand that. And, yes, yeah, oh, gosh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and um, David Bailey was like, so are you going to work at the bank for the rest of your life, mm. or would you like to apply to this internship? And I was like, I'll apply. Cool, thanks. Um, yeah, and am I, do I go into it now? Or that's how well, I got just, there. So that's that's how you got there, which I didn't. I don't think I knew that. Oh, yeah. I don't think I knew that, I that story, it. like that connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Um, so coming into the internship, mm-hmm. did you know what you were coming into? Like, did you know that you were going to have – and if you did, maybe you didn't, but like any kind of issues or like crisis of faith, life, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. coming into it. Or do you just think, it's a songwriting internship. But I, I don't want to work at a bank anymore. Oh my gosh, that's absolutely <laughs> what I thought it did. I don't like this bank. Okay, David yeah. Loki hoodwinked me, man. <laughs> it's connected yeah. to East End Fellowship, which mm. is, in my experiences, one of the whitest churches that I've been to. Welcome. Um, but only because I've never been in like multicultural spaces before. Yeah. I grew up in the black church. Yeah. And so I came there and I was like, wow, it's a... There's a lot of white people. And um, (laughs) the internship, I thought, was just songwriting. But then they're talking about, you know, culture. And they're talking Mm -hmm. about leadership and worship in ways that I grew up doing but didn't have the language for. And um, also, during my internship, that was the year that um, a couple of of black men lost their lives or Mm -hmm. murdered. Um, And so we did a um, vigil at East End. And... Um, I remember 
Okay, so backing up a little bit, yeah. and if I'm oversharing, just no, stop me. Um, when I graduated high school, I grew up in an all-white neighborhood, um, went to a predominantly white, like the only black family in my neighborhood, went to predominantly white school, and just was tired of having to code switch and tired of trying to figure out what it looks like to be black in a space where there aren't a whole bunch of me's. And so I vowed when I went to college that I only wanted black friends. Then I ended up in this internship and um, everybody, everybody, you know, and my roommate was um, yeah. a white lady, a young lady from, um, oh goodness, was it Nebraska? Or I think it was Nebraska. Lindsay, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I love you. Um, Lindsay. And um, so, you know, we were roommates and now please don't hear me saying I hate white people. That's yeah. absolutely not what I'm saying. Right. Um, but, you know, just the culture shock of that coming back to that and then being a part of East End and then this... Um, church that's intentionally um working no intentionally walking hand in hand with people of different cultures with each other um and having the conversations of what it looks like to be a multicultural church was just brand new to me and it was really cool to be a part of that so then we had the vigil um simply after alton sterling was killed and it was a space where i felt completely free to be like this sucks yeah and I hate it and I'm mad at God that this keeps happening and um I'm mad that I'm experiencing this that my people are experiencing this that um consistently experiencing it even and where is God in all of this and I said that out loud on a microphone in this space that's predominantly white and was completely um embraced and um felt comfortable there and so I so what I didn't know walking in you know all the culture shock of okay this is different (laughs) yeah was also um really healing um because another experience was so my roommate Lindsay who's one of my favorite humans on this planet her brother is a cop Mm. my dad is a black man yes you know and so we had Lots of conversations unintentionally and intentionally and, um, again, was really healing, I think, for both of us to talk about that and see each other in our humanity and mm-hmm. where we are and what we deal with as people. Okay, I feel like I'm rambling. No, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. So. so where do you think, you said there was healing, mm-hmm. but before the healing came and when you were so angry, because I remember... Yeah, you being up there, and I was like, "Ooh, she's pissed." <laughs> and it's great yeah. because it was very few yeah. people get in front of microphones at churches and yeah. are willing to just pour it out mm-hmm. and, and then aren't like kicked out after they do it. Right, mm-hmm. right, or like or while they're doing it, some it. Way. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Sit yourself down. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of anger from like all the years, yeah. not just from right now, because you came from a space that. You had to assimilate in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like you had to, there were not a lot of people that looked like you. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people that looked like me. And so you had to kind of just figure out how to fit in their space mm-hmm. instead of like, this is your space too. Mm-hmm. Like, right. how do mm-hmm. we work together? Mm-hmm. Um, so in the in-between space mm-hmm. of like realizing how angry you were and like mm-hmm. letting yourself feel that anger, um, and healing starting to come, where was God in that for you? And like, what did you think about him in that? 
I saw, honestly, so I feel like there are two answers to that. I think the God of Hebrews who promised to never leave us Mm -hmm. and that we would be his people, he would be our God. I can look back and see that in in the in-between, he'd been weaving this story that I didn't even know I was a part of. Um, And so just the fact that I was at Bank of America, which was the worst job I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And that's probably the only reason that I applied to this internship. Mm -hmm. And not because the internship wasn't great, but I just didn't think, you know, that's the thing that I would be doing. I I didn't consider myself a songwriter before that. And that that was... Yeah, I cried a little bit, you know, but no, I'm like, songwriter? No, 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 there are people that do that. But... So Dave, that was the opening and, and the way that the Lord used David to be like, hey, it's, it's time, sis. Um, mm. And then to East End and then just, you know, like you said, the hurt coming into it and then being here. And East End has been, I'd be talking about it a whole bunch of white people, but East End has been <laughs> such a place of growth and um, community and healing um, in a lot of ways in that respect. And so, la y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, seeing, yeah. you know, God be... Um, yeah, the, the way God was weaving that story. And I think in the midst of it, it was honestly, I felt angry, mm-hmm. um, a little bit betrayed, if I'm being honest, yeah. um, and alone, but not by myself. Hmm. Explain mm-hmm. that a little bit more. I don't know if that makes sense. I think I was trying to be fancy. Um, <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah. I think it makes sense. It was, it was lonely because I'm in this space of pain and anger. I'm in this space yeah. that feels hopeless. I'm in this space where I can pray all I want to, but another black person is probably going to be killed at a yeah. traffic stop. And yeah. hey-oh, it happened. Um, and so, you know, I can... I, I believe um, that there is, there is um, justice on the other side of this. There is mm-hmm. reconciliation on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it may not be in my lifetime. And yeah. mm-hmm. so lonely in the fact of this is trash. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard because you can't. They may not actually be able to feel exactly what you feel. Yes. You're here and I love you. Yes. But you can't sit and experience yes. the way I sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's up. It's tough because, yeah. yeah, you know, you want people to understand, actually yeah. to empathize, not sympathize. Yeah. Right. And, but not alone because I don't know if it's just because I grew up in church, but I just, God is there. Yeah. Um, I think maybe it was because I felt free to express myself Mm -hmm. and the response to it also was not, Hey, you know, we love you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you are, your, your black is beautiful and don't let anybody (laughs) tell you it's not, you know, it wasn't these like the, it, it was the response of people who have walked in step with people who are suffering and understand that suffering is hard mm-hmm. and that the same God that's my God is their God mm-hmm. and are just equipped at sitting in 
the in-between with you. Mm. That is a gift of Easton. They can sit in some in-between with you, I think. Um, so, did that answer the question? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you expect a fight ever? Did I expect a fight? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, when you stood up to say that in front of all these white people, did you Oh, expect- yes, girl! <laughs> <laughs> did you expect that somebody was going to be real mad, too? Yeah, well, so yeah. I didn't expect to say it. Yeah. I have uh, slightly impulsive, and, you know, once I get angry, I'll be like, uh, not, okay, that's going to sound like I, I go off the handle when I'm angry. That's not true. But I will say, I <laughs> You get to a point where it's like, it is what it is. It's going to be said. So, <laughs> yeah. I was mad, yeah. you know, and um, fortunately, the Lord has blessed me that it doesn't come out disrespectful usually, but mm-hmm. um, anyway, so it kind of came out, yeah, and I was like, dang it. I'm going to look around when I finish my little tirade and they're going to be looking at me like, girl, sit down. Can someone get her, please? And not a single face was mm. one of, oh my God, what is she doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's what I expected. I expected to, to, to be an ostrich. Yeah. Did that make sense? Yeah, because okay. you'll be sticking out like nobody. You can, there you go. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, come with me. Come yeah, with yeah. Me. That makes um, a sense. Or being judged as mm-hmm. an angry black woman. Oof. Yes, that happens when yeah. black women yeah. express get angry. And it, you, so you just get to a point where you don't care no more because you right. about to see okay. what an angry black woman look like. You want what? And then you may look around and they're like, I love you still. It's like, oh, well, I wasn't really that angry. Okay, but okay, I, you know, right. I will punch you if I have Hello? to. Hello, and not even still. Yeah. I come to, to kind of dislike words like I'm walking with you on this journey or yeah. I'm, I love you anyway. I love you in spite of I love yeah. you still. It's like, I love you. Yep. And real love allows you to have your emotions. Yeah. Because in spite yeah. of implies that what's happening right now or still. It's not really you. Exactly. Or it's yeah. not okay. It's not okay. It's something that you have to get to the other side of because mm-hmm. this isn't where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But we do have to be there. And yeah. be in spaces and be in, in between. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, when you were talking about feeling lonely, but like not being by yourself, mm-hmm. I, and here I am thinking about like scripture. See, you're, Ooh. you're, yeah. <laughs> so I was her. <laughs> she always had the one. Um, when Jesus took three of the disciples with him to go pray, mm-hmm. he didn't take them with him all the way. Mm-hmm. He told them to stay here. Yeah. So like they went with him a little bit of the way. And then yeah. he said, you stay here. And he went the rest of the way. And he was alone. Yeah. But he wasn't by himself because right. God was there yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. But oh, physically, these people couldn't come. Right. So I think there's a lot of the journey that mm-hmm. we do feel alone. No matter what it is. No matter what mm-hmm. like crisis of faith we're having or anything. We do feel mm-hmm. lonely. Yeah. And because we can't all go with each other. Yeah. Right. Like, we have Ooh. to figure some stuff out mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. And it's just valuing that community, though, of allowing you to have what that in-between looks like, no matter what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fear, confusion, mm-hmm. anger, all the things that we say are not the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So why are you producing these fruits? Mm-hmm. Like uh, someone allowing you to process through that time and find God. Yeah. yeah. And not trying to rush it, too. Yeah. 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 Do you, did you ever feel at a time that, like, anyone was trying to rush you through it or consistently people were just like this is no we're just here Mm -hmm. no I don't think yeah it was because we spent time in that service we spent time um 
lamenting with each other. I think mm-hmm. we talked about it um, in the internship the next day or mm-hmm. so. Elena is a fantastic teacher. Amazing. Um, amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she did a really great job of tying things together, um, especially when we talk about Never mind. That's a brand. Yeah. So she did a great job. Um, so no, not <laughs> rushed. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So just personally, mm-hmm. you know, I, I go to Easton. Yeah. Hey. And you know, and it's not just Easton. Mm-hmm. I know, I know lots of white people. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and a, a lot of people have great hearts and love me well. But as it happens again and again, it gets harder and you get tireder yeah. and tireder. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 2016 you're talking about. Here okay. we are in 2021. Yeah. And it's just happened. Yeah. Um, how do you process that? <laughs> you should see the face she's giving me right now. <laughs> okay, clarify though. How do you process? The tire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you do with that? With the tire? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that I have an answer for that. Mm. I... I don't know. Okay. You said we're not editing a whole lot, so we'll see if this is too much. But I I went back home. Mm-hmm. I work at my the church that I grew up in, mm-hmm. my Black Baptist church. Um, I think I still feel called to this space of reconciliation. I think, um, you know, the church is a big C church. Mm-hmm. Um, and we... Obligation feels like the wrong word, but love your neighbor is, yeah. a, is a command. Yeah. So, you know, we got to do that. And, um, but sometimes you just like, I'm also an only child and yeah. 2020 has been hard as for all of us, right. To be by ourselves. And so it was a year before I got to see my parents or go home to see my parents mm-hmm. and just going home was yeah. refreshing um, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to switch anything. You don't have to, um, everyone actually understands. Hopefully you have the type of family or a family space where they understand, mm-hmm. you don't have to explain. And so I, I went home and I think it's been rejuvenating yeah. to have found a space or to be back in a space where it's just a little bit more free. Mm-hmm. And I think... For me, I've never liked repetition in school. I've never done well with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about this yet again. And so for this to keep repeating yeah. is, is hard for me to handle. And um, I, need, I just needed a break. Yeah. And, and I think that's really helpful, I mean, to think through. Like, we do, like... Mm-hmm. You just need home. You know, you need a break. You need to breathe. Um, mm-hmm. And you need to give yourself grace mm-hmm. as you're processing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not run yourself into the ground mm-hmm. trying to. Oh, and I and I read Hebrews. Mm-hmm. And I think that has. I just, there are two, the two phrases I said them earlier. God promised. God cannot go back on his word. Mm-hmm. So the promises that God makes are, are there. And God promised never to leave us. And God promised that we would be his children, his people. He would be our God. And I think letting that settle in my spirit 
was like, okay, I'm home, I'm resting, and you promised you wouldn't leave us. This is hard because it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And and the in-between doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but you promised. And I'm I'm big on promise. If I think he promised you, I'm not breaking it. <laughs> I'm not I breaking it. Believe. Exactly. Yes. So I think so, it promise means something. Yeah, That's I think good. Hebrews just... Is it's a good you know what in the in between read you some Hebrews. <laughs> That's good. I'll That's take good. it. I'm yeah. gonna have to go back and check it out. Myself. Come on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so going from an intern mm-hmm. to now in especially in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, how many years have you helped lead it? Has it been all th- mm-hmm. three years since 17? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. since we've lived together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So how was it going from being an intern and coming to some realizations mm-hmm. and dealing, you know, letting your anger come out, not yeah. dealing with that. I hate to say dealing with your anger because I'm a firm believer that God gives us all of our emotions and mm-hmm. they all need to come out Great. at different times. Yeah, and yeah. it's not something to be dealt with and managed. Yeah, they it's have like, purpose. Yeah. There's a yeah. purpose to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going through all that and then having to now teach mm-hmm. all these kids mm-hmm. – Young adults. Um, right. <laughs> who a lot of them are white. Yeah. And from places that are not having any kind of mm-hmm. race conversation at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it was actually really cool. It was really cool to see people um, find this stuff for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It was cooler watching the folks who found it and pressed into it than yeah. the folks who rejected it a little bit. But um, to see, and, and there's just something really awesome about the creative God is one of my favorite iterations of God, the creator. Mm. And to see this group of creatives find new ways to express new truths, mm. um, to express and new truths to them, right? Um and it also, to some degree, it kind of like uh, when you turn the, those those people who have the parents that say, when you're 18, it's time to go and you got to get yeah. out. It was like, you're a leader now. Time to, you know, okay, get get over your little stuff. This is, um, you have a responsibility now. And I think that was um, a little bit of a, it was a little jarring, but also like, this is what I believe. This is what I see. This is... Um, how God has called me to help shepherd this creative um, expression of of reconciliation and and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does that answer the question? Yeah. yeah. How do you do that when you're tired, though? Like, how did you continue to teach and have all these conversations? Especially, we'll just go especially with the young adults who were gave a little bit of pushback. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you um, deal with somebody that you think should know, but they don't know? <laughs> you should know this by now. You live in America. I like... call Elena. <laughs> yeah. Elena, help. No. Um, you know, I think that's one way God has grown me. Because I, I don't do well with that. I'll mm. be like... Okay, you can't see my face, y'all. Sorry, I, I made a face like, yeah. hello. Um, 
how do you teach through it? I think though, one thing that Erebon and Urban Exology has taught me and and teaches when they teach is um, really understanding the culture that people are coming from. And so a lot of times, um, not to pick on white people, but white people don't know that white culture is a culture. Mm. And so we're teaching a new culture. The, the internship, the intention of it is to create culture. Mm, that's good. And so um, it, 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 I've had to sit back and be like, okay, what does white culture think about or express or understand about these things? And how do we explain, see the ways that God is in those things and then connect it to how God is um, moving in these new truths that we're explaining to them. Does that make sense? So I think it's been helpful because God is creative and therefore does diverse things in all spectrums. And so it's been, okay, how does this culture, um, you're not, not to think of people as wrong, but to think of it as, okay, this is where you've been this whole time. Let's shift you over here. <laughs> Come with me. Come with me, dear. Um, and that, that has been helpful to stop seeing it as right and wrong. Mm. Um, though there may be there may be some wrong in there. Yeah. Um, but to see it as maybe old and new. That's so mm. good. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Mm. Huh. It maybe helps give a little bit of grace to like the mm-hmm. other side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which not everybody is called to do. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're called to give grace, right? Yeah, but everyone right. has their seasons of. Not everyone is this equipped is your time. to do. Not everyone yeah. is equipped with girl. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but you 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 can't do that without grace. That's so good. You just can't. Yeah, because someone would be. Mm-hmm black eye or something yeah. and someone would be punched right in the throat <laughs> okay. you that's get somebody always my angry enough <laughs> to have Ra- those Hella. conversations yeah, yeah that's yeah. real that's really good so last question mm-hmm. and then Shrek if you have any other mm-hmm. questions too um, and then we'll start wrapping it up but um, somebody like kind of trying to figure stuff out what advice would you give them um, a black person or a white person, mm. like to learn to read, like obviously, you know, there's some things like yeah. you need to be willing to be wrong, mm-hmm. um, or have something new, mm-hmm. get rid of the old, if mm-hmm. that's right. Hey, yeah. hey. Um, I love it. But okay. yeah, what advice would you give someone just trying to enter mm-hmm. this whole conversation? I. I would say, first of all, um, okay, to people of color entering the conversation, know when um, you know your limits. Mm. Um, Not everyone is called to be in a space of these conversations all the time. Um, But also remember to have grace. And if it feels... And then I might get in trouble for this, but it's like when parents used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. When your grace has run out for folks, disengage. Mm. 
Mm. Because while there are some people who are late to this conversation, and at this point in time, you should know. Yeah. That there is a should. You should know. It's not acceptable to not be aware of what's going on and where your place in this in this conversation, in this spiritual battle is. Um, but they still get grace. Yeah. Because how do you learn if you don't have a space where you can be vulnerable mm-hmm. and be wrong and to learn that how to be right? That's good. And so, you know, I think if if you don't have grace left, people of color shift go home go home come on okay go home take a minute breathe someone literally said that to me so take some time Mm -hmm. and and you are allowed to do that and i think for white people entering this conversation um i think have grace for yourself yeah but also know it's time Mm -hmm. it's time you just you you got you got to do it. Like there's no more, you know. But don't. But you are learning a brand new culture. You are shifting an entire mindset. You are shifting values that you might be the only person who thinks that they're wrong, and that can be hard to do all by yourself. Um, you know, it takes you. Don't they say it takes like 21 days or six months mm-hmm. to start a new habit? Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. so. It just mm-hmm. it makes sense that this don't happen overnight. So have grace for yourself. But you have to put in the work. There's no excuse to not put in the work. And I would say um, books are great. And I would, I think these are books that, hot topic books everyone's talking about. But White Fragility is a great one um, to hear kind of the story of, to kind of get your feet wet of being black in America is, is Austin Channing Brown's book. I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness. Those are two solid um books um that i think you could start with is white fragility a starter book that could be a starter book. I, a, I have never read it but i hear I it all know. the time yeah yeah it could be if you're really ready if not i'd say the um i'm still here yeah is a really good starter book mm-hmm. um and it's a quick read yeah it's easy she's great she's um right. white fragility is i mean i gave i gave it to my nephew to read <laughs> nice <laughs> so, nice yeah yeah. Yeah. Also, okay. you know, call it Airbon because yeah. they do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I hear community is helpful. You know, Absolutely. either way. Um, if you're gonna dive into it and you give yourself grace, then you gotta be around some other people who are Absolutely. gonna help you mm-hmm. to not. It's, I won't, I won't say it's nothing worse, but it's really hard to mm-hmm. be around somebody who's really like laden in guilt. Yeah. And they're just like beat down, oh, and they want to be sorry all the time. It's it's that's even more stressful. Yes. Um. So have somebody to hold you up. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you can go home too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, but come back to the table. You gotta come back. Yeah. You gotta yeah. come back. I think that is the thing with white people is we don't have to come back to the table. Right. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you have to make a conscious decision to come mm-hmm. back. Like you can yeah. I could disengage. Mm-hmm. And be in my yeah. own world and never think about it again. Yep. Now that's wrong. Yeah. In like, order for there to be you know, real change, right? Right. Y'all gotta be at the table, right? Yep. Y'all might have to be at the table by yourself okay. sometimes. You know what I'm saying? For real yes. things to happen, because um, we can sit at the table all day. We've been doing it for hundreds of years, and yeah. not too much has really yeah. changed. Slow. Uh, yeah, it's a slow change, but yeah, I do feel like that people think you know they have a choice, and. It'll be okay one way or the other, and it's not necessarily going to yeah. be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if it's, it hasn't been okay up until now, mm-hmm. it's not going to be okay right. if we keep doing it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But that cycle. is something, it, yeah, breaking the cycle, because it is easy mm-hmm. as a white person to disengage. That's another thing. We talk in the, well, I mean, Christians are not Christians. If you are not a Christian, I would like to introduce you to spiritual battles. Okay. <laughs> if you are a Christian, this is also spiritual warfare. Mm. So um, you can't just logic and reason your way out of it. Yeah. You can't just read stuff. You need to also be in that word. Mm. I would invite you to read Hebrews. Y- yes. Again, Again, I think Hebrews okay. is a thing. I would like to, <clears throat> if it was you a company. nothing else from Nikita today, <laughs> ah, read I Hebrews. You. <laughs> That's good. She'd make me an ambassador. So, um, yeah, but you that's, and, you know, may, this might be a little churchy for some folks, but when you try to do something different, when you try to move in the in to the will and the way of God, the enemy don't like that. It's yeah. kill, steal, and destroy. And yeah. what better way to kill, steal, and destroy the people of God than through keeping us from uniting? Yeah, know? that's true. Through confusion. So it is also a spiritual battle. Get in your word, folks. Pray. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can go all the way in. If you want me to go to church, I can go all the way to church. Nikita can preach. Yes, I've heard she her can preach. preach. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, well. Yeah. Anything else? We'll probably need to have Makita come back. I would love that. <laughs> oh my! I would love it. Do yeah, it this round. is really good. Yeah, go a little bit yeah. deeper into stuff. Oh my! I don't know. <laughs> talk about talk about white tears at some Ooh. point. Have that conversation. You know, I'm always trying to get tears anyway. That's my okay. that's my whole mission and calling on earth is to make folk cry. Oh no! So. You've done it before. <laughs> that's what I'm always trying to do out here. So. We yeah. made it through this time. That's okay. Okay. See, see, next time. That's why. why yeah, that's why time. Makita will be back. So that Never Shereka mind. can make her. Cry. I will like, be I wasn't busy. Gonna love it, but <laughs> right. Now I don't I'll love be it. busy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for coming to the table. Yeah, this is good. Again, you know, let me know your thoughts. Yeah. What do you think? How you feel? You know, mm. are you crying? Am I crying? No, I'm talking to people. Oh, if you like... cry, let me know. Let me know. At least somebody was crying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, send us an Instagram message and yeah. let Shereka know you cried. That's good. That's good. All right. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks. Bye.